Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show tonight, our Thursday night Survivor show. If you guys have a question on Survivor, you guys can call in um, 347-237-5506. Let's let's have a great show, guys. Welcome, Survivor fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. It's May 12, 2016. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so happy to have you with us tonight for Mike on the Mic with host Mike Albright, the number number one Survivor fan in all the world. Mike has two beautiful Survivor ladies joining us tonight, Carolyn Mamacy Rivera from Worlds Apart and Jillian Larson from Gabon. But Jillian Larson is probably as well known for being the, the founder of Reality Rally as she is for being on Survivor now. Her reality star-based charity event in Temecula, California is one of the largest and most respected in the country. And she has some incredible statistics to share with everyone about the reality rally that just took place in early April um, of this year. And, of course, Mike, Carolyn, and Jillian will be talking about this season of Survivor and recapping the latest episode of Survivor Karong as well. So if you have any questions, comments, just want to say hi, please call in and say hi to them at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. We do ask that you listen to the prompts on the switchboard and press the number one key on your phone. Uh, that lets us know that you do want to join us on air and you're not just listening to the show on your uh, the switchboard. Now, just before we start the show, there is one more thing I wanted to say before we... Tomorrow is my husband's birthday, so I want to say happy birthday to my husband, Rich. And Sunday is our 18th wedding anniversary. So I just want to say happy anniversary. 
I love you, and thank you for always supporting me in everything I do. So thank you for allowing me the time to say that to my husband on air. Um, Now let's play a little intro music for our host and get this party started. Here we go. Super fan. Big Mike. Big Mike, you're up. Welcome, Big Mike. You're not so big anymore. Yeah, welcome, Sherry, and uh, happy uh, birthday to Rich, and congratulations on that uh, wedding anniversary coming up Sunday. Uh, what an amazing uh, couple days for you both. Yeah, we're going to have a big weekend. And you're getting ready to have a pretty big weekend yourself coming up. Uh, yeah, I'm heading out to my, uh, shoot, I lost track. I think 15th straight finale weekend or week. Uh, may still get into the actual taping. It's hard to tell with seat fillers and more.com. That'd be my third finale in a row. But yeah, I get to meet 15 new cast members to make up for the three I already got to meet in January. And, uh, I'm really excited and it's a fun bunch and I you know can't wait to meet people. And I've got so many pictures I have to retake because, um, 205 pounds lighter than I was last May, and I want to get some new pictures with people. <laughs> wow, that's just amazing. People are not even going to know who you are, Mike. I know. I still have that beautiful face, so, so hopefully the people will know who I am, and I can still give it one hell of a hug, so I hope people can recognize that's me. That's right. <laughs> that's right. You got to take pictures. Now you have an excuse to go back and and retake all those awesome pictures, though. Yeah, I've got. I got to get my phone and my camera ready. I've got over 400 pictures to retake, plus with uh, family and friends, and you know all kinds of people associated with the show. I need a new picture with Probst and Mark Burnett because I've uh, I have one chin now, so I'd love to get new pictures. So. <laughs> well, you tell Mark Burnett that one of his biggest fans does the show with you because I started watching Eco Challenge years ago and that's how I started watching reality TV. He got me hooked on Eco Challenge and I've been watching reality TV ever since because of Eco Challenge. He is my hero. So I'll have a promo in my pocket and I'll I'll give him one if I see him and I'll put it where his beard (laughs) used to be. So That's great. Well, I must tell you, both of your guests are already on the switchboard. Uh, let's get this party started and increase our population by a hundred percent. Let's uh, let's bring in let's everybody. Do we can, let's yeah. do. We have <clears throat> Mama C. Carolyn. Thank you so much for calling in. You're on with Mike Albright. Hey there. Hey, welcome. Great. Thank you so much. Oh, and you're welcome. We have Miss Jillian Larson coming up. Hi, Jillian. Hey, Jerry. Hi, Mike. And hi to Mama C. Good to see you. Uh, we met last, I mean, we've met before, but saw you last week. That was fun. Um, and, yes. uh, yeah. 
happy birthday for tomorrow, Jerry. Happy anniversary for Sunday. And Mike, I am so impressed at all you've done in the last year. I mean, that took a lot of determination and a lot of work. So congrats. Uh, can't wait to see you. Well, thank you so much. I'm I'm stubborn and I'm committed, so I'm not done yet. And uh, I'm glad you guys are both at uh, Rodney and Laura's party in uh, Boston, and she, they had another one this week, and I think they're having another one for the finale. So uh, they're doing amazing things up there for uh, his event. And Jillian, you just had your event, and I've got good news: our campus relay for life is being moved to October, the week after oh, cool. Rodney Bowl two. So for the first time ever. I will be at Reality Rally. I don't know what the hell I'm going to be doing. I probably won't race, but whatever you need, I should be there and be able to help. Okay. You know, I've always said to you that I've got something special in mind for you when you're able to make it, when your school very kindly moves what you have to do. So awesome. Uh, yeah, we'll talk this week and next week when I see you. Awesome. But uh, I, Sherry was mentioning some amazing stats, and I think I've heard a little of these numbers from the three amigos and some things posted, but... I guess I guess we before we recap the most recent episode, do you want to talk about this year's reality rally and how awesome it was? Oh sure. If you want to um give me a few minutes, you know I always love to uh talk about what we've done because it is a big we. Uh yep. certainly came out of my head, but it's a we because of everybody that makes this happen. So the stats that I'm gonna share with you again are because of all of us. I mean okay. the reality stars who come the fans who watch it and come, the you know all the podcasts that help promote it, the public, the sponsors, the, just everybody, and the production team that managed this enormous event. So you'll see next year uh, when you're there actually how it actually happens. It's because of a lot of people that pitch in. So, yeah, um, first of all, I have to tell you that uh, the reality stars, and I lumped myself into that, first of all, because I clearly was a survivor. Uh, well, mm-hmm. I clearly was, but anyway, that's it. But I require myself to actually fundraise as well uh, because I don't ask people to do something that I don't do myself. So we, the reality stars, in 2016 raised $79,814. Wow. I think that's really cool. And what's even cooler, what I find every year, I just love this, is that that money came through 1,392 donations. And that came for the reality stars and the teams because the teams do raise money and in the network for good system that we use, it does, all of the, the net, all the um, fundraising is lumped into one. So those 1,392 donations came from 695 cities, came from 14 countries and 47 states. Now, I love that figure because it just, Goes. I mean, this is what I proposed to the city council, the mayor at the time, um, that we would bring some money in from the outside because Temecula mm-hmm. is a huge, huge charity-based town, and uh, I wanted to be able to include people all over the world, which we've been able to do. So, yeah, that's the first step. So thank you, Mama C, listening in. You were a big part of that, and thank you for all the money that you raised and for being there. And then when, when I stop talking, which I hope will be soon, uh, please tell everybody about your lip sync. <laughs> your lip sync. Uh, I won't call it a moment because it was awesome. So you tell everybody about the lip sync. Oh, sounds uh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to finish with some of the stats because I love them. 
Um, we run on volunteers, as you know, that even I am a volunteer. I get nothing out of this other than, you know, why it warms my heart and keeps me, keeps me busy. Um, but we had 348 volunteers. They came from 34 cities and five states. Uh, the participants who played in the race, uh, amazing race game, we had 220. We had 76 teams and 220 people. They came from four countries, 15 states, 57 cities. This year, as I've always told people, I designed the game, race, fun event for anybody of any capability to do it. This year, we've shown that. We had two wheelchair-bound participants and one service dog. So I love that. And also, we include the entire area cities and the city councils from those areas put in teams. This year, we had all of the six area city council teams represented and one uh, woman, Kerry Conley, who was running for the assembly. And then the last stat that I want to share is that we had 109 reality TV stars this year. Um, they came from 42 different TV shows, and you can see it still. I've still got everybody up on reality stars on realityrally.com. However, 42 shows aren't on there because some of the chefs have been on like five or six different shows. Some mm-hmm. of the ladies are afraid of being on two or three, and we can't fit all of it into the grid. We also have a very loyal retired NFL football player who comes. And those, uh, those stars and our star football player came from two countries, 36 states and 88 cities. So that, those are my stats, and I love them. I just love because it just shows that we, we and all of you guys, and thank you, Mike, for having me on again before Reality Rally, all of you mm-hmm. guys help us share this with the world. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Our pleasure. And which three states we, should we call out that aren't getting with the program and helping <laughs> donate? Which is it like Wyoming or South Dakota or something? Or what's... You know, I, I is Arkansas in trouble? <laughs> Last year it was 49 states. The the years before it's been 50. And I pulled the stats together, but I actually didn't look at really study and point the finger. Sorry, I'm a geography nerd, so I'm just concerned about stupid stuff like that. So (laughs) send them to me if you find them during the show, and we'll we'll call out those states. I'll certainly give it a look. So, yeah, I will look because I, too, wanted to know which of the three uh, states were not represented. So yeah, I will take a look. If I have, if I can't find it while I'm listening, um, then I will find out and let you know by next week. We'll mention it next week because even Wyoming that has 650,000 people, I mean, somebody can give a buck or something. Come on, that's crazy. <laughs> Let's yeah, go I will Wyoming. look and see. I'll look for Wyoming first, but I think maybe maybe there wasn't one from Wyoming. I will look. Yeah, thanks. Okay. Okay. That's that's it for me for what we did. Reality Rally was awesome. And it was great. We did have a rain challenge, which threw a little bit of a monkey wrench in the in the wheel. But uh, hey, otherwise it was awesome. So what about this? So, uh, Mama Steve, did lip, you get in on the lip syncing? Yeah, it sounded interesting. I did. You know, uh, I had to show my stuff, and I did Hotline Bling, and um, it was amazing. It was so much fun, and. Well, I was a little bit nervous going on before because, you know, I I wasn't, like, practicing for, like, months on end. I just have to fess up. And so I pulled in Dan Foley and Jimmy T to be my backup dancers. 
five minutes before I went on stage. So they had to come with me and they were like the dancers and it just turned out to be hilarious and such a great time. So yeah, we had a great time. And she was oh, good. I bet and that I have to riot. say those two guys without having any warning and having their I don't think you had to twist their arm too much. You said can you and will you and they said sure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think they it both took hands, me all and they of did like great. thirty seconds to get them on stage. So <laughs> Yeah, probably was harder to get them off stage than on. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, I know who to pull when I need them. Come on. Cool. There you go. You you want the biggest hands in the group, and you found them. Exactly. Well, we want well, to see you again next year. So let's uh, obviously pull reality rally in general, but uh, get ready for your second debut. Well, it wouldn't be a debut. In a I know. I'm taking home the gold next year. There you I'll go. You what? I'm yeah. a lip sync yeah. battle like you've never seen before. All right. <laughs> I might have to get in the mix with this because uh, one of the weird things with losing that weight is I'm less tone deaf and I'm singing better. So I'll have to get in this thing if I can, Julian. I'll figure out. Hopefully, I can sing better than Mertz. I know he's a pretty interesting uh, karaoke person. I don't know if he does it at your event, but I've I've seen him wail hey, it. Hey, lip sync. You don't have to even be good. Don't even. Worry oh about shoot! It. I can it's I can ham it up with the best of them with the dance. Yeah, it's your performance that counts. Oh, your, your performance, not your not your not your singing ability. Oh, that's yeah, even better. Thank all. God. All right. Good. Yeah. Well, uh, this episode, what a. A bit anticlimactic for, you know, right before the finale, but what a interesting, different episode to have. What were your, what were your takes just in general? We can, I mean, without a tribal council, per se, with Joe's evacuation, um, just what were your thoughts on that with the final five and then what happened to uh, Joe? I mean, you, you know, it was, it was... Uh, not a lot happening in the episode, you know, because I think we saw the reward challenge, which was awesome that Joe won mm-hmm. um, on one hand. And then on the other hand, I think winning it and and him, I guess, eating way, way, way too much uh, caused his ultimate demise. But um, I think this episode we had a lot of, you know, talk in, at camp, which we haven't really had a lot of camp life shown too much throughout the, the season. Most of it was, you know, challenges and a lot mm-hmm. spent a lot of time spent on tribal council. But uh I just don't understand why Joe ate the meat if he wasn't a meat eater. I I don't know, is it just the reward and just having the opportunity and just being deprived for that much time or just not thinking? Because that was, the, I mean, he said he wasn't even a meat eater, but he said he ate like three feet of meat. And that's, I, I know I can barely eat red meat now post-surgery, so I can't imagine going 30 days and having no water. Yeah. He was just, he had been deprived of food for so long. He said he was just craving protein so badly. That yeah. For some reason, I mean, that I kind of feel beef so just tasted good to him, you know, after not having yeah. protein for so long. Yeah, I, you know, I think that's the thing, and I, I, I thought to myself that maybe something was going to happen last night from the episode last week, uh, 
because for the first time we really saw Joe. I mean, I don't know if I just hadn't been paying attention before, but all of a sudden there were some, you know, behind-the-scenes interviews with him, which I don't think he had any before. And also they were showing a lot of him in the camp, and, you know, quite often it's, you know, like, oh, that one's not going to last. But I didn't expect it to be the way it did. Um, But first of all, you know, I have to say, I played when I was 61, and he is 71. Now, Mm -hmm. first of all, that is absolutely amazing. So I actually feel like I'm the right person to be talking about his his, uh, booting, you know, evacuation, uh, removal last night, uh, because I, I was one of the old people as well, and I'm so impressed. And yes, he was a little slower at some of the challenges, obviously. I mean, I challenge anybody out there who is much younger uh, to do what he was doing at 71, because I know what it took at 61. And he's fit as a fiddle, and I was really fit at that stage as well. But I'll tell you what, it's not as easy as when you're 30, even 40. Uh, it takes a lot of determination to make yourself do what you need to do. And clearly I wasn't in long enough, but, uh, you know, I know what it takes. So my hat's off to Joe. And then I felt really bad. Sydney said, you know, I don't know why you need all that meat for kind of cause of a problem. And she may well have said something to him, uh, but maybe she didn't. Um, you know, I'm sorry. And I don't know if he would have listened anyway, but it's, it's sort of obvious when you've been deprived and you're suddenly gorging yourself. I was just telling my grandkids the day before, we haven't seen people puking lately. Remember in the mm. earlier days, they'd show people just eating, nope. eating, eating, and then blah, because they couldn't talk. Colby and Roger going over the hill to go to the bathroom and chow after rewards, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. So, yeah, and it's tough, you know, I felt really bad for the guy. Um, being a nurse, I think I could have done for him, but I won't mention what. <laughs> That's yeah. some, something you can do. Um, and there's only but, only know. one time anything similar to this. I'm shocked because Bruce Congai went. He had a similar situation, and they let Bruce go for like it was like multiple. I thought it was like seven days or something. So I don't know what is wow. so different about Survivor now. The only thing even close to this. He was younger though. Yep. He was I don't younger, think that I he guess. was not. He was still passing urine though. I think he was just constipated. Oh, okay, right. maybe that's the yeah. difference, okay. That is, yeah, that was the concern, because first of all, because of all the dehydration and your electrolyte changes, because of the dehydration and your chemical changes, and I don't know about you, Carolyn, but the the tribe stinks. I mean, you smell so bad, not just from body odor, but it's a chemical change in your body from all of what you're going through. And for somebody at his age, to have the chemical alteration anyway, I'm sure his electrolytes were pretty much off whack anyway, and then to find that he couldn't pass urine, and yes, it could have been a problem to back up to his kidneys. So he was, you know, it was it was probably a, a hard but a smart decision to get out. Uh, otherwise, he could have had renal failure, and then he would have been on dialysis. So he was probably smart, but I think that's the difference. Bruce was younger, and... Uh, you know, he just he didn't have the urinary addition. That makes sense. Right. And yeah. honestly, it looked like Joe was in a lot of pain. He was trying to hide it, but mm-hmm. he was really hurting. Like I think yeah. it was was very serious that you know because what? How many days do they have left? Like three or four? Yeah, something like uh, that. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So 
I mean, anyone would try and stick it out for that length of time if they could. And, you know, he's not a, a wuss or a wimp. Yep. I yep. think he was in pretty bad shape. And, uh, you know, oh, he clearly, had to go you know and, that, Yeah, he has put up with so much already anyway for a 71-year-old man. I mean, we've seen some of the younger players who are whining and rolling all over the ground with, you know, some of it was, I know, fabrication, but... Um, you know, looking so much worse off, he just sort of went off and tried to control it and sit in the water. And, yeah, I, I right. think he realized this was a big problem. He, it wasn't like he was looking for attention or a way to get out. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He, really did tell he, was he did tell Jeff Probst, though, that, you know, the pain was to the point where he needed assistance. So he, what he was saying was, I need meds. I need some pain meds. You know, well, he, well, he said he the pain was to the point where he needed yeah. some assistance. He needed pain meds, but he also needed clear evacuation and catheterization and, you know, all of that right. stuff and very probably right. IVs right. because he very probably yeah. was decreased in potassium. So he needed all yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, did you, you could see his stomach was totally like rock solid bloated. And in mm-hmm. the challenge, yeah. you could see that he had no stomach. He was like a skinny mini. With yep. you know his stomach basically almost inverted, concaved know. in, yeah, concaved in, yeah. That was a pretty clutch performance he pulled out with the very last. He came out of nowhere with his last few tosses in the very last two. How clutch of a performance! Unbelievable. From, that was that, pretty cool. So it's almost a shame that he won because if he did, if he hadn't won, he'd yeah. probably still Aubrey be in the game. Won. Yeah, but yeah. Aubrey would have won, and Aubrey would have taken him. Oh, true. And he would have probably Very done the same true. thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would have been the exact same, I think. I think no yeah. difference. So at least whatsoever. he had the glory of winning a challenge. And he got a hashtag. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag yeah, it up. done at 71. Yep, that's right. He he and, and uh, what's it, Mark, <laughs> the chicken? I mean, I think that's all he yeah. got hashtag. Well, like there's that's no right. protein at camp, and I'm like, yeah, you've had protein since day one, old Mark's. I know. Walking protein. <laughs> what? I mean, and Mark's not even helping with any eggs or anything. He's just taking up space. Oh, when they fed I mean, Mark that grub that was so gross. Yeah, that was protein. Somebody should have eaten that. <laughs> protein. Um, They're wasting you know, all of it. The, the chicken was is so skinny that not much would have fed. I mean, it just wouldn't have fed many people, and it was giving a, uh, a lot of people entertainment, and it, it was certainly giving the viewers entertainment, and it was giving Ty some emotional, you know, support. I mean, it's yeah. like having your dog there. Yeah, but I don't know why they don't have chicken feed for the chicken. Yeah, that is interesting. He's eating like all kinds of other whatever that Mark can find. He's he's on meager rations too. I don't. He, yeah, there's usually chicken feed or something for Mark, but he's he's on yeah, survivor rations. Chicken feed because when we ran out of food, we were eating the chicken feed that we had left over. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, yeah, that's the other gross. thing. Actually, think, thinking about it, I don't know if I remember another season where there was so much available food, not given food, but available food. They, I they know. They're eating in every episode. They're eating, eating, eating. Yeah. And they, of, no. and they didn't get rice. They didn't get a right. bag of rice because they had way too much food. 
Wow. I, I, I think absolutely every single episode they're eating, eating, eating. Right. New Survivor. That's, there's, they, there wasn't like that in the old days, for sure. Uh, well, I Carol, think were you at Ronnie's that, party again? Was, how was it with, with uh, Aubrey? Watch, were, you, were you at the viewing party? Was it, what was it like with the medevac and since they were so close? Uh, were you, were you oh, there hard, with them yeah. yesterday? Or? Yeah, I was with them. They, uh, she, she was, you know, just eyes glued to the TV and you could mm. see she was feeling bad. It was, it was tough to see. You know, you never know what's going to be shown or how it's going to be, you know, portrayed. But yeah, um, it was, uh, she was there, Neil was there, Julia was there from this season. Mm-hmm. And then it was me, Rodney, and Dan from my season. And then we had Trish. And then there was Bob Crowley. And then... Once Lady Denise, from did she stop by too? Or? China, yeah. Yeah. I had invited uh, Linda Spencer, who lives in Boston, but I don't think she showed up. I don't know if she's into the whole charity scene, but I did invite her for you guys. But maybe she'll come to the next one. Who knows? Right. But it, I've, I saw, so I've been with somebody on when they were voted out, but I can't imagine a medevac with people from the season. I just had to be crazy to crazy experience and we, yeah it was it was crazy for them yep rare rare medevac we got a lot of quits but the medevacs aren't up there so what uh i just said that we it's rare to get uh, medical evacuations we've had a lot more people quitting recently but the medevacs are haven't caught up to the quits i don't think in the survivor stats so no but this was the i guess the one season with the most medevacs ever. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and serious. I mean, obviously they're serious enough to medevac them, but uh, yeah, I felt badly for Neil because uh, you know that was not as serious as uh, Caleb, obviously, nor uh, Joe, but serious enough to recognize the long-term impact. Um, yeah, I felt bad for him being pulled. Yeah, and Caleb right. is worst worst ever from what I from what I can gather from what I've heard that. It was close to the French version. If they hadn't, if he hadn't been as physically fit, um, it could have been the first U.S. casualty, which had been horrible for the show. So I'm glad that no that doubt. didn't occur. Uh, I don't think they should go back to Cambodia. It's not a three medevacs. What happened on the international versions? Let's let's go to some other countries. I think uh, Cambodia <laughs> should be closed and done. I think that based on their filming crew getting. It having issues, pretty much we're done with Cambodia. Yeah. Um, aside from all with Joe, going into the final four, um, I guess what are your power rankings, ladies, for who you, who do you want to win or think will win and why? Well, I want, I want Aubrey to win because I think she played the best game throughout. You know, like she's been mm-hmm. playing – the whole time. Okay. Um, I mean, I think Ty would be second. Uh, you know, he's been pretty much uh, a contender the whole time as well. I think um, Sydney would be third for me. Um, Sydney was actually, you know, she's a very low-key kind of player, 
mm-hmm. the beginning, though, I think she was more just sitting back and listening. And I think she's coming into her own, you know, like last episode and this episode and, and trying to kind of make moves now. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, from a voting perspective, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think, I think they all have a good opportunity. I think yeah. Michelle would be the least because I don't know what, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if she's done enough to, to get votes against whoever yeah. she's sitting next to. But there's so many different options for everyone. I think Aubrey has a Sydney option and a Ty option. Ty has a Michelle option and an Aubrey option. Sydney mm-hmm. has a Michelle option and an Aubrey option. You know, so there's just so many ways that anyone can go depending on who wins immunity. But mm-hmm. here's yeah. my um, – I think it's going to be a final two. I do too. I do too. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's gonna be final three. So And I think Aubrey's got a good shot depending on the scenario against almost any uh, I'd say either of those three. I think she was best going against the Joe Ty final three, but I would agree. Aubrey's my my lead, but Jillian what's what's your what's your two cents on this? Yeah, I think uh, Aubrey and I think and you know, I keep going back to editing. Uh there's so much to editing that we see from the couch uh, that, you know, we don't, I remember when Sandra Diaz won, everybody thought, wow, didn't see much of her. Uh, mm-hmm. And yet when you talk to her and others in her seasons, it was like, yeah, she was out there. She was quiet and listening, but she played. Uh, so it's hard to tell whether they've just not shown much of Sydney yet because now they are and maybe she's going to win. Uh, but I would, right. and again, it also depends on on who wins immunity. That's a big part of it. So I don't right. know. Maybe maybe Sydney. Uh, Aubrey's my pick, but maybe Sydney's going to do it, and you know maybe Sydney will go with Michelle, and then Sydney's probably got more of the the jury vote uh, than Michelle might. So yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah. I, I I you know, and I think Ty's way up there as well. Um, but I think he's what people have seen him flipping, even though it's in the game. I mean, good grief. That's all mm-hmm. part of the game. Uh, but as we all know, it becomes personal. It becomes family. It becomes, you know, more than just a game when you're in it. And people kind of get over it like weeks and weeks later, but sometimes not close enough to be in that final jury to be okay with somebody when they feel they flip um, and recognize his gameplay. I don't know. Especially I, I don't know. Sydney or Aubrey. Yeah, I don't see Scott voting for Ty. Uh, maybe if, he, if he's gotten over, but I, I highly, highly doubt it. Sherry, what do you think, or what do you want to have happen? I'm, I'm certainly in the same line with everybody else. Um, I hope for Aubrey to win, but I'm sort of. Leaning towards Sydney is my second pick, simply because I think she has played a really good game. She wasn't as open about her game earlier on, although she was playing. She was very, you know, physical in challenges um, and very strategic and mindful of her game early on. She just didn't talk to many people about it. 
Um, she did win when she was with Jason and Scott early on when they were together. But once they were gone, she laid, you know, she kept quiet again and just sort of stayed sort of under the radar until she felt secure again with who she was going to align with. But I think she's played a very, very good game. And she's kept her cool. She hasn't gone off on, you know, anybody. Um, She's aligned with the right people and hasn't really, you know, made a bunch of deals with a bunch of people. Um, I think she's played a really good game. And my issue with Ty, I love Ty to death. My issue with Ty is that he has flipped a lot, um, which is part of the game. My concern with him is I don't think that if he made it to the final two, he would be able to stand up and give the jurors a good speech on why yeah. they should choose him. Yeah, I think the same I don't thing, think yeah. he can verbally give a good speech and beat whoever he's st- sitting next to. He's just not that well spoken as far mm-hmm. as, you know, putting a whole speech together and and putting up a, a good reason or good or reasons together to pitch to the jury as to why they should choose him. And although everybody loves Ty, I don't know that they would throw his a vote his way if he can't get up there and lay down all the reasons why throughout this game he has made the moves to deserve it. So, therefore, I kind of move Sydney into the second spot because I think she would be able to do that. So I think it's Aubrey, Sydney, Ty for me. Okay. Uh, I'll agree with everyone and go with Aubrey, like I said, for first. Uh, I think Michelle's jury relationships... Um, I think she's uh, cultivated that better than other people. So I think she's gotten an interesting edit, too. Uh, and I think Sydney's going to get backlash and Ty. And Ty reminds me of Rupert, just extreme popularity with people. But the strategy and the articulation and the emotional play, um, you know, there's a lot of emotions out there, I can imagine, never playing the game. But from talking to all you lovely people that have played it, I mean, I can only imagine how you how you react to things, but just Ty just can't do that. And I agree with Sherry on the articulation. When you can't even use uh expression like dotting your I's and crossing your T's correctly when 66% of your name has an I and a T in it, that just sucks <laughs> up that Ty made it to the finals. I would I love the guy. I can't wait to meet him. I'm, in, I'm intentionally calling Laura so she can talk to Ty, just so she can – interact with him but yeah it's crazy i i love ty to death but he'll come back and play again and maybe play in a different way i'm almost certain but he just shouldn't win this season i don't think aubrey's owned it so 
Maybe it, maybe it'll definitely be the chicken. A great game. The chicken's gonna win. M- Mark the chicken. <laughs> well, I keep wondering the family visits getting pushed back probably to the final episode, and I'm I want to know who did they eat Mark's family earlier? Is Mark getting to get somebody to get out there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Which maybe I I, I kind of miss. I, I don't I don't know if it's a fun financial thing, but I don't like the family visit of the final four in the final episode. I, I don't like that. I like getting to see more family members in the game. So. I agree with that. Was there a family visit? It'll probably be, it'll probably be the, at the final. Like, did oh, they do that for your season, Carolyn? Yeah. yeah. Well, in my season, it was the final episode, just like this one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, the, sec- the first of the two-hour. Yeah. Yeah. And I so, would imagine that's a financial thing from CBS, just saving on a couple flights. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't I don't sure. think it's any more dramatic, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't I'm know. sure I mean, that's actually a consideration. With eight last time, Second yeah. Chance had eight. Yeah. Huh. Well, so. from the episode, uh, any other interesting things that we didn't really cover directly? I I thought it was interesting. Michelle and Ty, when they were at the reward, there, uh, there they had that huge fight, and then that real interesting bonding. I guess <laughs> they knew they were in the bottom of the alliance, but it was just I didn't see that coming. And watching, you know, Ty give Michelle a Ty massage, I just that was. That came out of left field for me. What did you folks think of that? That was well, I, yeah. I thought it was great, and I loved the Thai massage. I thought that was hysterical, and I thought it was very clever of Michelle to uh, maneuver that. Uh, not necessarily the Thai massage, because he offered that, but the fact that they should just, hey, we're together, let's have our own little get-together and do something, I mean, you know, he he could have, she could have gone off in another direction, pouting about the whole thing, but they didn't. They sort of made right. the most of it, and it was great viewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, you know, a lot of fun for us to see that. I loved it. But he must be very light, because when he walked on her back, I'm thinking, oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing I Scott mean, he's Pollard got away 100 pounds at best. Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought that was great. Um yeah, it's uh, it, what's what's the general consensus about the season? How have people liked it? What have they thought? I mean, what what's been the thing? I just have been so busy with Reality Rally, I haven't had time to kind of reach out and ask people. I think it's pretty well liked. I know it's not getting hyped up by Jeff, unfortunately, but I, I liked it a lot. I thought there were some interesting things, and I thought, you know, every every cast is different, but it felt like. We got 18 almost unique people, and there's been some kind of a little repetitiveness with some of the recent cast. So I, I, I appreciated this season a lot. I just wish it had been hyped up a little more, And but I, I've liked it. But what are your takes? I liked it, too. I don't, I don't know why people didn't like it. I mean, I think it's a good season. I think you've got a lot of characters on the season, mm-hmm. and... You know, it's turned out to be every tribal council was drama, which, you know, which were like good, solid tribal councils, lots of blind sides. I don't know. I mean, I think 
I, I like the season. And votes change in action. I think Yeah. I think following second chances, you know, that's that was a tough season to follow. And well, that's true. this season has has really held up well and kept everybody's interest. Um which was as I said, really following second chances. It had to be a good season to keep everybody interested after second chances and it's done that. So it had to be an exceptional season to keep everybody coming back for more after second chances. So I think it's certainly held its own and been a really good season. One of the things I found really interesting as a viewer, um, you know, every time we as we're watching it, everybody, you kind of feel like everybody's out there all by themselves. You know, except we know that there's cameramen and sound men and production all around them. But you never see anything. You all, it always feels like these people are all by themselves. Um, but all of a sudden, during the emergency with the three people going down, good grief, it was like ants coming out of an ant hole. You know, everybody uh. running down there and carrying umbrellas and flapping and waving, you know, to cool people off and bringing water. And it, you know, it was like, wow, I think that's the first time that I recall anyway seeing so much production in action. Because normally you don't. Medical, yeah, yes. they didn't have a choice, right? Yeah, they had. Right. Well, yeah. that's what he said. Everybody, get down here. <laughs> it's like, and right. we know that there are so many people out there. I mean, they're everywhere. I remember our opening. There were 250 cameras. Uh, right. You know, it, it's a lot of people, but you never see it, which is, I think, it's brilliant. I mean, you don't even see a boom shadow. Uh, it's really well, well edited. They do yeah, a great I job. Agree. There's only a handful of times you've ever even seen like other cameramen in shots, and it was like way back in like Africa and stuff. So it's it's I don't know how they orchestrate all that. That's an amazing machine that they that they have. And I think the well, some of the hype has to be there were there weren't 32 people competing for 20 spots, and they weren't all returners. We've got a bunch of there were new players, but I don't I don't know. And I, I thought it was interesting just because it appeared to be over half the cast seemed to be fans that had really wanted to get on for a long time. So I, I thought that was interesting as a viewer. I, You know, it didn't – and I liked it. It reminded me of Worlds Apart. It seemed like that season, too, half the people, you know, knew the show, had been trying to get on for a while. It didn't seem like Santa Monica goes to some island. So I, it was yeah. nice. I liked it. Yeah, I love it when people who really want to get on have applied and tried, not somebody who looks cute on the beach. I mean, it's you know, it's obviously it takes both because you always wonder where everybody, you know, most of the cute people come from, and we know. Um, but I, I love it when people have an opportunity to get selected. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's great, and I also like it. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of returning people amongst new season people. Um, yeah. I, I love it when it's either all or nothing. Uh, but not one or two people that are returning. Even though Caleb was in another show, um, it was like he was fresh to Survivor. For sure. whole different thing. So I don't know if you you probably know. I feel like I've been living under a rock. <laughs> the rock's got a big R, R on it. Um, <laughs> why was this season, was this season um, filmed before the one that's already aired? I, I don't know the answer to that. I... Uh, was it about the popularity, maybe with second the uh, second chances? I, I I don't know. Carolyn, you're in the mix for that. 
But yeah. remember, they they hyped it at my finale. That's where it all came about, right? They left yeah. for the island. It was all televised. And so, you know, people were talking about it. The buzz was out there. And so they wanted to air it right away. And if but, they didn't like it, they didn't... Had, but they had done this one, like, obviously months before. And I, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. It's it either great this timing. Show, this show actually came back from taping one week before my finale. Yeah. That's, so yeah, that's interesting. Taping. And I thought it was great how they pulled people out of, you know, not out of the audience. It was obviously out of the the fan-selected people, but that was a very different thing. I mean, to go and grab your bag and hop in the bus and off you go. Um, right. But, yeah, you would have, I don't know, it just seemed odd that they'd already filmed one that they had to wait. I mean, those people then had to wait, like, close to a year before it's, it's they could it's even be known as being on it. And I think people know that's hard. Yeah, they they knew how popular Second Chances would be, and they probably had some kind of a feeling about Korong. Just I don't know. I, I that's what I would anticipate, and it had to suck for that cast. It was being in the studio. I I mean, it had to be horrible not to get, you know, not to get picked. But watching that was one of the most exhilarating and heartbreaking things to see as a as a fan because I knew everyone except for Savage personally, and it was just it was great to see people make it, and it was just heartbreaking yeah. to see people not make it and then at the after party it was just you know you felt so bad like can I give you a hug because you look so down and you know it was, it was a hard thing to be a part of as a fan so I can't imagine what it was like Carolyn being in the mix so yeah and, well, and to be I so to publicly let down I mean most of yeah. us have tried more than one time we're, we're let down when we first of all don't hear anything and secondly when we get called saying well you didn't make it this season but right there in front of the world, basically being told, uh, nope, you didn't make it. Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not saying May 20th, 2015 was my favorite day ever. I'm, uh, I'm just going to tell you that day sucked for me. <laughs> yeah. It was the, the, the neatest thing to see was uh, was Lentz filming at the after party. Because I could see it, it appeared to be America. Because even Lynn was, uh, Lynn was pretty agitated, and it was, I, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't her handpicked group. I don't think it. I think America had a lot more say than even I thought. It was that was a real interesting thing to see from that perspective. But I'm trying to think. It's there's we're I'm really trying to stretch a medevac episode. I Cherry, I don't think we're gonna go an hour and a half and I hope we can go an hour, but uh I'm not well, sure. There wasn't any other... a lot of there wasn't a lot of stuff. I mean usually an yeah. episode has a reward challenge, an immunity challenge, mm-hmm. a tribal council. We had one reward challenge and a medevac and then yep. some camp life and that was pretty much it. You're right. So there's not much to cover. The only, I will give Aubrey mad props because she did re- reel back Ty because Ty was looking like he was ready to go with Sydney and Michelle, and I'm pretty sure Aubrey was able to get him back in her good graces. So I think 
I don't know. I think I, I, I would really commend that. That was good to see because I wasn't sure if she'd be able to work that back, but I think she knows, you know, Ty's an emotional player, and they've had a really tight connection. So I, I will give her mad props again that she was able to do that. Yeah. And I think, yeah, he you know, down. As far as I've seen, she's probably one of the players that has done that sort of thing the most, reaching out to people, talking to them, reeling them in, apologizing, explaining, uh, realigning. Uh, and we've seen that a lot for Aubrey. And again, you know, maybe some of the others did that. You just don't see it. Uh, but uh, she, in my mind, she really, she does deserve to win. And mm. I don't know. I don't think she's really pissed off anybody in the jury, unless you guys can refresh my memory on that. I can think of one she might have trouble with, and it would be, Deb, but I I think she might even see it as a good gameplay. So I, I I think she I think she's got a good shot. I can't think of anyone that wouldn't vote for her, but other people I can see people that wouldn't like. Ty is not getting Jason and Scott's votes. I wouldn't think. Um, Sydney wouldn't get them either. So yeah, but for Aubrey, I don't I don't see that that I can think of. I don't know. But you notice Sydney noticed when they came back bringing that water back, she noticed and and realized and, and instantly knew what kind of talk they had had when they came back to camp. Nothing gets mm-hmm. past Sydney. She's well, very, yeah. very She's attentive. She's always watching. <clears throat> yes. She's always watching. Yep. Very attentive. And she knew exactly what had gone down between them without saying a word to either one. She looked up, looked at their faces, and knew exactly what had just went down and mentioned it in a cameo. Um, yeah. So I don't know what she's going to do with that information, if she's going to try to, you know, talk to Michelle now and see if her and Michelle can work with Ty and, you know, get a... a team of three going between those three against Aubrey and um, or, well, or would, join Aubrey and Ty. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure what what's going to happen, but Sydney did notice um, yep. what was going on. So if she got Michelle, it would be Sydney and Michelle against Aubrey and Ty or if she could get Ty, then it would be the three of them against Aubrey to vote they've Aubrey got to out. Get three, though. Yeah, they've got to get three. And again, who's going to win immunity? That is such a huge thing. I mean, that was the thing yeah. about our season with Bob Crowley. He won so many of the immunities because just about every season we heard people saying, we've got to get Bob out, we've got to get Bob out. And he kept winning right. and winning and winning. So... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who who's going to possibly win because they're all strong enough. Ty, I, I don't. Has Ty won any immunity? I don't uh, think so. He won one, didn't he? I think he won one. Huh? I don't remember. Hmm. I should know so that I, as a survivor. I want to ask something not from this this episode, but just what your guys' opinion is of Scott and. Uh, and Jason and the whole machete and the dumping the water and all that sort of stuff. What, what's your opinion, Carolyn? Um, I mean, listen, Scott and Jason, um, 
played a different game. You know, they they played the strong arm game. They played the you know we're gonna be in charge game, and it worked for them for a while, and then it kind of didn't work for them. It doesn't it doesn't last very long. I, I never liked that kind of game. I don't see the strategic value. I can see the whole strategy, the Russell Hans, you know, we're going to break people down, but you'll get to the end, but neither of them are going to win after that. Scott's, you know, financial exactly. and, and uh, the way Jason just carried himself, you're going to get to the end, but it doesn't even matter. So I don't understand why implore those kind of strategies, unless you're like Ty and you do it, then you think other people are going to think it's Scott and Jason. Now that's smart. But then even Ty felt bad when he did his water dump or whatever he dumped out the fire. So I don't think those strategies work longer term, honestly. I think that you can get by for, you know, a period of time. And then as the numbers start to dwindle, I think people are going to be like, yeah, no, we're not going to we're not going to put up with this. Yeah. Anytime yeah. a survivor you think you've got it made, you're going down, <laughs> you know, because you yeah. never have it made in Survivor. Yeah, there's too much that can change. I mean, we saw that last night. Aubrey thought she and Joe were solid, and uh, well, they just needed, you know, one, two more, um, and look, it changed in a heartbeat. Obviously, she was heartbroken because it changed, first of all, for Joe to be that sick, but secondly, it totally changed her game. That's yeah. going to be, yeah. It, things can change in a heartbeat. And, in a know, heartbeat. So many, yeah, and so many times, too, it's like, uh, you know, I've got this thing, you know, when people are coming to Reality Rally, they always say, well, how many winners do you have? And I said, actually, every single one of them would come are winners in my book because they raise money to be there. Um, yep. Because it's the winners, it, it, you know, sometimes it's just a twist that gets somebody to the end, and then it's a choice of, well, you know, who is the better of the two. And many of them that have been sent off earlier very probably could have or should have won. So, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's always, and I can't think of anything immediately, but I know there have been seasons like I know many people have thought, what? They won? And again, you don't see everything. There's 24 hours of filming, and we see very, right. very little of it. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> 24 you know, hours of filming and you see 40 minutes. Well, yep, what I've right. heard is the statistics are for every 300, mil, uh, 300 minutes of film, uh, one minute is pulled into an episode. One minute of that 300 is pulled into an episode. So, you know, they make the story uh, based on, uh, you know, what, what happens at the end. They bring in editing footage, footage from earlier that matches what's been happening. Um, so, And, they, you know, they, they're great. They've been going for years and years. The scenery is amazing. The, you know, the, the, it's, it's, yeah, I think it's very well done, and no wonder it's lasted. Uh, it's, it's just a great show, and I take my hat off to them for doing it. And I take my hat off and thank fans, and I'm a fan, uh, for supporting these shows. Without fans, these shows would end. So thank you, fans out there that are listening. Well, I appreciate that as a fan, and uh, it's like crystal meth to me. I know I love my Survivor, and when it goes off the air, I'm going to need a team of psychologists because I like 
the winners, the runners up, the first boots, the second boots, everybody. Um, and it's going to be really traumatic whenever it finally goes. But heck, it's still in the top 10 and after 30 two seasons so yep. i think it's going to go at least 40 and god i hope it i hope they never take it off we'll see exactly well, that's what yeah, i'm it, saying it keeps going i mean everybody loves it everybody can't wait for the new season everybody loves watching it I, it's you know it's it's a phenomenon and certainly there's yeah. some other shows that are equally as popular possibly um in you know whatever people's choices are however Survivor is so much to it. When people say, oh, I don't watch that, I say, yeah, but you're missing the point. It's watching life play out. You can sit and talk to your family and enjoy an evening together and discuss how, what did you think of that and what did you think of that person. And, you know, you can, you can talk about principles of life based on what you're watching on that TV. Um, because it's not acting. I mean, when you watch, I don't know, something, Charlie Sheen's whatever, or any of those sitcoms, you know it's not real. Whereas mm-hmm. when you're watching Survivor, Amazing Race, uh, particularly Survivor, I think, obviously I'm a big fan of that, uh, because of everything, the deprivation of everything, and the the, the, the lack of food, and the, the rain, the eternal rain, if it's a rainy season, uh, all of that, it's quite something for people to do that and then uh, uh, and to be able to sit and discuss it. I know many, many families that have grown up watching it and talk to each other and have for years about, you know, how how life is playing out in front of them. So I, I love it for that as well. I agree 100%. That's so true. I mean, honestly, it wins its time slot every single time. Yep. It's got 10 million viewers. And they're consistent and loyal viewers. So if you have that kind of a following, it says something for the show that it's pretty much, you know, a great show. Yep. And I, I for one, will always be honored that I was picked and had the opportunity and when so many thousands and thousands and thousands don't make it. I consider it an honor and a privilege, and that's why I do what I do with it. And that's why, you know, so many of us do uh, right. meet fans, get together, get, I call Reality Rally and several of the other events a smorgasbord of, of opportunity. Uh, mm-hmm. Where else can you meet people from all these different shows that you enjoy and you watch? So I just think it's, uh, I, personally, I feel it's an honor and a privilege and a huge opportunity to give back. Amen, sister. Awesome. Yep. I think that's a good capper for this, and we'll uh, we'll elaborate on how what we're going to do for the finale. Sherry and I are still figuring that out because I'll be back in L.A. getting ready to get on a plane. So we'll see what's happening next week on Mike on the Mic. Um, we may wait and do it after I'm back, so stay tuned. Check the website. Uh, but I'll have plenty of wild stories from the finale. 15th in a row, so sweet. Oh, yeah, there's going to be lots of stories, I'm sure. Uh, has anybody heard about an after party yet on Wednesday night? I know there's one at Bar 10 on Tuesday night. I would uh, imagine we're just all going to go to this crash to CBS one like we always do, but... It, probably uh, at the Grove, then, I mean, because that's always a good place for it. Uh, the, yeah, what's it called, Planet Daily? 
Hen and Dale. I would assume it's going to be there, but I just kind of follow the herd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which there've been times when I've been following or following where people think it's going to be. It's quite so amazing. Why don't you just say where it's going to be? Uh, rather than everybody texting, have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard? It's like oh, it's got to be mysterious. It's all part of the finale drama. Among there's just too much weird drama that shouldn't happen <laughs> <laughs> among the cast, <laughs> among the fans, the among everybody. Drama. So yeah, it's kind of like Survivor. You really don't know what you need to know until you need to know, and when you're told. <laughs> it's like I don't know about your season, Carolyn, but that was us. It was like so. When are we? And they say we'll tell you when we need when you need to know. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that part is horrible. I'm not going to lie. So, yeah, well, I had a lovely long vacation after I was off. You didn't have as long a vacation, but certainly. uh, But I I joke about my five weeks being on vacation like a 10-year-old. I had no money. I had no passport. I was told what to do all the time, uh, basically. I mean, not obviously like a school mom. But, you know, hey, you know, where where are we going? Well, I don't know. <laughs> maybe we'll go somewhere. Maybe we won't. Um, so it was a lot of fun anyway. Yeah, sorry I yep. couldn't make it this week, but I've got grandkids, so I couldn't uh, bring them, first of all, because it's in a bar. And secondly, right. I guess that's what I'm here for, is to take care right. of grandkids, not to skedaddle off to uh, viewing parties. I know. I know. I'm I'm headed back to Florida tomorrow. Well, have a safe trip, and I'm going to have Rodney on here sometime probably next season to be promoting his event. It sounds phenomenal, and I can't wait to go bowl in Boston and stop the bullies. So, Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for your time, Great. ladies. And, uh, Sherry, I, I don't have anything else to cover, so it's a wrap, I guess. All right. So, All right. So Mike, thanks well, again. So, Mike, one of the states is Montana. Montana, you gotta. I haven't found the other. I haven't found the other two yet, but I'll keep looking, and then I'll find somebody in those states so that I I can call them out next week. (laughs) I'll find out who the other two states are. I've been too busy chatting and listening, so I wasn't able to look too much. Uh, Yeah, Montana's one. So thank you guys, and again, thank you for having me back on, and thank you for always promoting and I'm so excited you're going to come out next year Mike that's awesome I can't wait everyone's been saying how awesome it is so I got to see it for myself and experience it I can't wait <laughs> maybe Sherry you can come at the same time and we can have even bigger better funner time uh, I'm I was just thinking I, I would love to be able to say that I'm going to make it too I would love to be there next year love to well so uh, we'll April see. 6th, 7th, and 8th. Everybody mark your calendars. 6th, 7th, and 8th. And Carolyn, you heard Mike. He's going to be in the lip sync. Yes, I heard that live. So Got it. You're booked, Mike. Now. I'll make sure you're on the roster. And I can't wait to find out whatever my special gig is. Uh, I know the Survivors and the Racers and Big Brother. I really don't know those other 30-whatever shows, but whatever you have me do, I'll do what I can. So. Okay. All righty. Well, I've, I'll be rethinking, and we'll chat next week time when I'm there. All righty. And Jillian, and I want, it's always right. a pleasure. What, what so glad we caught up. Give? What's that? I said, it's always a pleasure. So glad we caught up. Yeah, thanks Thanks for having me up, and uh, I'll see you next year at Reality Rally, if not before, Carolyn. Yes, yes. 
And, Mike, when am I going to see you? Are you going to Hearts of Reality? I can't this year because Mike pushed it back, and I've got work commitments. But if you're at uh, – are you going to be at Rodney Bowl? Or I'll be there for sure. So, I don't know if you're oh, making yes, it back up. Oh, yes, I'll be up. at Rodney Bowl. All yeah, right, I'll be at Hearts of Reality. Are you going, Carolyn? I haven't looked to see who's going yet. Yeah, I'm going. I'm oh, good. I'll going see you there in then. Orlando. Yeah. yeah, good, good, good. Okay. Okay. I love all this charity event stuff. That's so awesome. I love I love reality stars that give back in these charity events. I just think that's so cool. Yep. So absolutely. Thank you. Thank you to all of you who are doing all this charity work and charity events. I think that's just amazing. So thank you to to all of you who are are giving back out there after being on a reality show. Um, Giving back to not only your own community but traveling to other states to give back to charities and, you know, doing whatever you can to help a charity, you know, that really needs your help and being there, you know, to help support them. I know Hearts of Reality supports children who, you know, it's sort of like Make-A-Wish. Jillian's event, Reality Rally, helps breast cancer um, a, a breast cancer resource center, and they don't help just the person with breast cancer; they help the entire family um, of the person who has breast cancer. So, Michelle's place is just an amazing resource center, and um, bully reality. Bully, bully yep. for reality yeah. is yeah. is for uh, to help the bully. Uh, bully. bully problem yep. that we have now, and arthritis there's thing, just so many did, out there. Yeah. Arthritis and diabetes, and there's just so many right now. And for everyone to travel to other states to give back to these charities, I think is just amazing, <laughs> so commendable, and I think it's just awesome. The the reality stars that will take time out of their busy schedules to travel and and go do these events. And, you know, there's a few, a very select few that aren't like that, that think they should be paid to make, you know, an appearance. And I'm like, why why aren't you out there, you know, doing appearances at these events and giving back instead of thinking that you should just be paid to show up somewhere, you know? You're just like everybody else. You got selected for a reality show, and you're no better than any of the rest of them. You should be giving back to these charities just like everybody else. And to me, the ones that do these charity events and travel states and states to to do these events for, for charities, I think are golden. I think they're the best reality stars on the planet. So... I just want to say thank you for being that type of reality star that that you know does what you're doing and travels to give back and be out there for the fans and be there for the charities and you're not the kind that you know has their nose up in the air and and thinks that you know I should just be paid just to show up somewhere you know that just gets under my skin so bad so I'm so honored to be talking to two people who are the kind of reality stars that 
give back so much. And God bless you well, for I'm doing thinking it. Of, the other thing is for fans. I would have given my eye teeth to meet a whole bunch of people who'd been on Survivor, particularly because that was the show that I was really wanting to get on myself. I would have loved yeah. that. So, you know, it's what an awesome opportunity that us ordinary people can get a group of other ordinary people who are fans excited to see us. I mean, it's like weird, but, you know, what an, what an opportunity. It is quite what weird. Is, I've met the most, and it's, I feel quite weird at times, but it is a very fun bunch, and I, I, would, I cherish every moment. So, yeah. yeah it's so, so exciting it's for a fan to get to meet, you know, Absolutely. the – the reality stars that we watch on TV and care so much about, you know, we, we almost feel like we know you cause we've watched every episode. We, you know, we've watched survivor for so long or whatever, whatever reality show it might be. We feel like we almost know you in a, in a sense we don't, we know we don't, we don't know you, you know, per se, but it's so exciting for us just to be able to walk up and, and shake your hand or get an autograph and, it's so disheartening for those select few that are so difficult and feel like they're so above the fans. And it breaks my heart, you know, for those that oh, you make know, it so difficult. One of difficult. the other things I'll quickly throw in as well, I've had several people say that they didn't want to come to Reality Rally because they didn't think the public liked them. And uh, they, you know, didn't know how they'd be received and they didn't want to be kind of mocked or whatever. And, and my answer to that is, remember, your persona that the world watched was an edited version, perhaps, of you. Now, you know, maybe it's a good thing that you come and show people that, hey, you're actually ordinary and just like most of us are. And that, because, I mean, most people thought I was useless, a useless old woman. So I kind of enjoy people. Boy, did you that show really them. Uh, <laughs> but that's the thing. I've had a few people say, oh, people didn't like me at all on the show. I said, well, come and show them who you really are. Maybe they'll yeah. continue not to like you, but maybe they'll say, wow. Because I know that yeah. there have been quite a few that I've watched that I perhaps didn't care for as much. But when I got to meet them, it was like, wow. And then there are others exactly. that I really like. And when I met them, I thought, oh, I don't know if I really like you after all. So, yeah, it's a good opportunity to, uh, to, uh, to get, get out to know there the real person. Yeah. Yep. So, I always no. wait till I meet him to make my final determination because I was had a rude awakening for someone from season thirty, but uh, you know you never know when you finally meet him who you're like and who you won't. So I like ninety nine percent of the survivors. So there you yeah. go. And I Alrighty. always tell people wait until after the show and don't pass judgment on anybody who's been on a reality star, reality show until after they're off of the show and see how they are after they're off the show. See how they conduct themselves after they're off the show. Because when they're on the show, they're in a situation that is so unrealistic. You know, they've had everything stripped away from them. They're with total strangers. They've had every comfort item taken away from them. They are being filmed 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know, all these things are so stressful, and plus they're playing a game for a great amount of money, and you add all these things up, of course they're going to do things or say things that they might not 
normally do or say in their everyday lives. So wait and see how they are after they're off the show. Pass judgment then. Don't take everything that was done and said on the show as that's exactly who they are. You know, because it they're so str- it's just not a natural environment. And so most of the time once somebody's off the show, you really get to see who they are and you get to see them doing what you guys are doing right now, going out and doing charity events and giving back to their community and doing these wonderful things and bending over backwards for their fans. And that's when, you know, you can say, okay, that's who this person really is. You know, once in a while you'll you'll find one that, is just the opposite and thinks that they should be paid to walk out their front door, you know, and that's sad. But 99% of the time, people are very, very giving and very grateful and very thankful for the opportunity they've been given. And they use that platform to get back and to be out there for the charities and for the fans and do whatever they can to, you know, say I'm I'm thankful for the, the gift I was given. And they are out there signing autographs and doing what they can to give back. So hopefully people don't judge until they see, you know, how a reality star is after the show. So Exactly. Yep. I just want to remind everybody um, to come back and join us again. Jillian, I love having you on. Carolyn, I love having you on. Come back and join us again, please. Thanks so much. And we're going to wrap tonight up. We do have shows on Sunday night with Luis Stravato, The Amazing Race, Second Pit Stop Show, and on Mondays, The Manic Monday Show with Michelle Costa. Both shows are at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Then back here again on Thursday with Mike on the Mic with Mike Albright. All shows are at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Please join us on Sundays, Mondays, and Thursdays. And we're going to wrap tonight up with Ron, as we always do. He is the founder of this show. Sadly, he's no longer with us, but we play clips of him as his legacy and in his honor. So... Thank you, ladies, so much for joining us tonight. It's just been a pleasure having both of you on with us, and I hope you enjoy the finale of Survivor and can't wait to see how it it ends. Um, I'm sure one of us will be right on how it turned out. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be interesting. We all said Aubrey, so I hope we're all right. So. Well, I'll see you next week, Mike. I want a big hug when I see you. You'll get right. one, and Bye-bye, Carolyn, guys. you'll get yours in October. So. <laughs> Thank <laughs> right. you. Bye, you guys. And bye. Nice chatting with you, Carolyn. Thanks, Terry, for having Bye-bye. me on again. And thanks, Mike. Yep. Thank you, ladies. Bye-bye. Thank thanks. you both. Good night, hon. All righty. Good night. Thanks so much. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thanks, Carolyn. Good night, Jillian. Good night, Terry. All right, Mike. 
Good night. We will talk and decide about um, next week and let everybody know on Facebook and Twitter what's going to happen next week. Correct? Yep. Sounds good. We'll probably do 7 p.m., 4 p.m. in California, so I might just do something from the hotel. We'll see. I want to see who's there and who wants to talk. So. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this one up. Thank you, everyone, for listening tonight. Have a great weekend. Here's Ron to take us out. Good night, everybody. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It was a great one. Two great guests, Carolyn Mamasi and Julian Larson. Great talking to both of them. Thank you so much, Mike, for having your guest on tonight. You ready to say good night? Good night, everybody. Good night. That's a wrap for us. See you next Thursday. Good night. God bless.